again to the RCP. That's right. I'm calling it that still. The Real Collective Podcast. I'm Brendan McKeegan. With me, as always, is Sean Tasse. Today, we got a heck of a program lined up for you. Uh, we're going to be talking about open houses. Uh, before we get into that, if you're enjoying what you have seen and heard, give us a like, subscribe, and share on YouTube. Uh, give us a download on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you want to talk to Sean or I, uh, book an appointment with us in our Calendly links below. They are there for you. Uh, you just book your time slot, and it's easy peasy. So, uh we're going to get into it. Uh, Sean, how are you, my friend? Doing well, it's, uh, you know, we do these on Wednesday morning. Typically it's a nice Wednesday. Not that that matters to anybody who's listening. I'm doing well. Uh, you know, we, we, we've, uh, decided to talk about this today because we're noticing more and more people are feeling comfortable getting back to visiting open houses. So, you know, with open houses being back up and going, and it might be, might have been a while since you as the consumer uh, have been going to an open house. We wanted to cover some of the important things to consider when you're visiting that house we're breaking it down into some quadrants. So we're going to quadrants is a great word, right? Yeah. We're going to sort of talk about it from some diff- different perspectives, right? So you're either going to the open house for one of two reasons, right? Either you're looking to buy a house or you're a nosy neighbor and you may consider selling your house sometime in the future. Right. I think, I feel like those are the, really the only two reasons, or you're just like a, what they call a looky loo or a, a tire. A tire kicker or something like that. So I got nothing to do on a Sunday afternoon. Let's go and look at some open houses. Um, you know, and, and I feel like those are the two main groups of people who would be going to an open house, either someone who's buying a home or someone who's interested potentially down the road and seeing, I wonder what that house looks like because that might have an impact and what it might sell for, because that might have an impact on the value of my home. I think those are the two main people who would be going to open houses. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And then you have the agent at the at the open house and the agent at the open house is there for one of two reasons as well. Uh, one is they're either representing the seller. So much like when you walk into any sort of retail store and they're just like, hi, can I help you find something today? And they're going to talk up how great everything in the store is. Uh, or, or because they're working for the seller. So they want to try to net the seller the most much or uh, they're hoping to meet new buyer clients and work with them as clients, new buyer, well, new buyer clients. Let's just say they're trying to meet new buyer clients. So whether or not you would buy that house with that realtor that's working the open house or any other house, they would be compensated essentially the same. And uh, for them, it's a way for the realtor to meet people. Yeah. And, and that's typically, you know, what, what it is. I, uh, I, I feel like if we had a really strong level of editing, there would be a cut to of your, uh, of your, your, your piece that's in the ad, you know, everything is wonderful. Real estate's great. (laughs) (laughs) About, about the house though. Like, I know it's just so easy when the house is so beautiful. (laughs) I feel like I've said that before. Uh, Maybe not in that voice. You know what, if it is, then it is. But like when it's just, uh, kind of an average type home, uh, maybe don't say that it boasts things. <laughs> no, no boasting, no boasting. If you're average, this home boasts walls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's your four quadrants. We've got, you're looking to buy a home. 
on the buying side of things. So you're going to an open house because you're looking to buy a home. Uh, you're uh, maybe considering selling sometime in the future for your own home. And you want to get an idea of what's out there on the flip side of that. The other two quadrants is the realtor is representing the seller or they're looking there to try to meet new buyers to work with them as clients. Perfect. Yeah. And the quadrants of course come as those two things. So the, the, the consumer and the agent meet and they'll, they'll meet based on what their, uh, what their sort of motivations are going into that open house. So, um, I guess if we're going to talk about the four quadrants, maybe we'll start and talk about if you're looking to buy a house and you're walking into an open house and you run into the agent who is, you know, working for the seller, that'd be the first quadrant, right? Um, the concern there is that you're going to, you're going to really get the sales job, right? Like that agent is legally obligated to do everything they can to help that seller sell that house for as much money as they can. So they're going to be asking you questions. They're going to be asking you. And, and, and then if you disclose any information, they're going to be giving up that information to the seller, not because, Oh, well, they're a shady, slimy salesperson. No, it's because they're legally obliged to uh, give the information to, to the seller of the house. So uh, that's, that puts you in a really tough situation. If you're walking into an open house, you don't have representation and there's an agent there who's representing the seller. You're in a, you're in a tough spot for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I think that's a good question to ask. Uh, because a realtor is going to ask you to sign in no matter what, um, which is a great thing to keep track of. If you have a realtor, you can put your name, your realtor's name, and then their phone number. That's okay. Uh, usually it should be anyway. So, uh, when you get in there, that's maybe one of the first questions that you should ask to a realtor is like, Oh, this is great. Um, are you the listing agent? Uh, and they'll either tell you yes or no, like, and if they're not, then like, okay, so what's your relation to the listing agent here? Okay. Well, we're on the same team. And I mean, I've done open houses under Sean's listings and that kind of stuff. And they're not my seller clients. So I'm that other side. I'm more like the D quadrant of like trying to find somebody, uh, trying to find buyer clients to work with. Um, so so that's a, that's a good starting point because that's going to give you an idea of what kind of information they're feeding you and what kind of information you might feel comfortable giving back. Yeah. One, yeah. One, one of the nice things about the way that our team is set up is um, there is never going to be a potential for a conflict of interest because we've got different agents who will be working with different clients. So it's never going to be a situation where we're going to have multiple representation at sort of the same time. Um, the, the other, the, the nice thing is if you are interested in the home, ask as many questions as you can, because that listing agent who is representing the seller will know more about the house than the agent who's just there to potentially pick up buyers. Right? So if there's stuff that you want to know about the house, ask those questions because you can really get a lot of information, uh, <laughs> If you're doing this and you're by yourself, try to ask more questions than you answer. That's, that's the, that's the trick, right? You want to ask as much as you can answer as little as you can, not, not being a jerk or anything, but just, you know, get as much information as you can and try as much as possible not to give it up. Yeah. 
Yeah. And a lot of times that can be just questions about the age of components of the house, roof, windows, AC, furnace, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Why are they selling, you know, and, 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 and let the, let the agent, like, don't let them oversell you, but let them tell you about the things that are in the house, because likely the seller of the house has told those agents, Hey, these things are important to me. And when you get a sense of what's important to the seller, uh, if you are submitting an offer for the property, you can make sure that you're taking that stuff into account while you're going through that negotiation process, right? The more information you have, the better able you're, the better you're going to be able to position yourself if that's the right home for you. Um, you know, and, and, and please, if you're going to buy that house, find alternative representation, find someone to represent your best interests. Even if you haven't met them yet, just call somebody, call us. We'll be happy to help, uh, call your friends, call your whoever, right? <laughs> Some, somebody who you know, who has real estate experience and say, Hey, did you like your agent? Yes. I liked my agent. Great. Can I have their number? Cause I want to go and buy that house. Please don't buy it from the person who's hosting the open house. There's, there's too much. Uh, if they're the seller. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If they're working for the seller. Yes. Yeah, so if they're working for the sellers, there's too much potential for conflict of interest there. So yeah. that's, that, that is, that is certainly one of the failings of, how real estate in Ontario is currently built. I don't necessarily think it's a great idea uh, to have one agent representing both the seller and the buyer at the same time, especially when there's so many of us. And again, that's the reason that the the team is built the way that it is. Um, So yeah. And on the flip side of that, if you've, uh, if the realtor is there to meet buyer clients, then that's a great opportunity for you to kind of interview them and see how they know their stuff. And not only that, maybe that home isn't the right fit. And by asking questions back and forth, they say, you know what, there's other homes that might fit what you're looking for. Let's talk about this. Um, and that might help out. That might be what goes, I mean, it's kind of like going to test drive a car. You normally, normally don't buy the first one, but in this day and age, when you have all the pictures of the home and most people know what's going on, maybe it does work out. Uh, but it is a chance for you to interview that agent, uh, see how they know the market, uh, what their experience might be, see how you guys just click as people. Um, just if your personality types don't mesh, then that might not work for you. Yeah. Yeah. I've, 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 I've met a number of people who I wouldn't have otherwise met uh, by hosting open houses and, and just meeting with the general public. Uh, and, and as a result, uh, you know, as, as, a, as, a, as an agent grew my business and, and, you know, found more people to work with by, by hosting open houses that I was not at all connected with the seller. Uh, didn't know who they were. I knew the other agent, uh, who was representing the seller. Um, and then of course, typically what happens as the market becomes more and more balanced is you meet that agent at the open house, you develop a relationship, you develop a rapport, you say, okay, this might be something that we're interested in in, in working together. And then, um, you go and find a different house, a different house, you know, or, or, or maybe you buy that one. It's, it's not often that that happens, but it does happen. Um, but you say, oh, okay, this is, this is the kind of agent uh, that, that I, I, I jive with. Right. And, uh, seems to know their stuff, understands the market. Um, seems like they'd be a good negotiator. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, that's, that's a, it's a great opportunity if you're looking to buy and the agent is there looking to meet new clients. Yeah. It's a great, great way to, great way to meet. And we haven't, you know what, we haven't had it for the last what, two years or so. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's been, it's been a, a piece for us. I mean, we love meeting people in person, right? It's been a piece for us that's been missing uh, from our practice recently. So it's, it's nice that it's, it's coming back. Yeah. And for myself, whenever I'm working an open house, I like to typically, you know, if we're getting to that point about talking about purchasing, um, we'll set up the meeting and we'll go over, you know, a little bit of the buying process and that kind of stuff, but I'll also go through other homes like it. So that we can say, how did you feel about this one compared to the open house? Uh, because sometimes that's just a little bit of an eye opener and it's also nice to have just a comparison. Even if it's like the exact same floor plan, maybe there's some finishes or colors or something like that or whatever, carpet, tile, hardwood, anything that's just a little bit different that might work out for you. So just to expand your options a little bit, um, that's what I think a realtor should be doing if they're trying to help you out and actually working in their best interest is give you the most options. Yeah. I mean, ultimately we're just helping people shop, right? Like we're just like, like really, really good, uh, like professional shoppers. Yeah. (laughs) Not like the ones in pretty woman. She'll be back in there. Remember me? Uh, mm, anyway, that's going to be on the YouTube clips. Um, anyone who's watching, go and look it up. It's a, called classic with Julia Roberts. Anyway. Oh, sorry. I know know the movie. I just don't get the reference. Oh, when she went into the shop and they wouldn't help her. Right. Uh, And then she she comes back with all the bags, like big mistake. Right. Mm -hmm. And then she leaves again. Yeah. Anyway, that's a good spot for, uh, for a break. Uh, We'll come back and talk about uh, what we're calling like B and C. Uh, so the second type of buyer, uh, with both types of realtors. So, uh, we'll take a little word from our sponsor. We'll see what's going on there with them. They're probably wonderful. They're probably wonderful. They are wonderful because they're sponsoring this episode. So take a look at that and, uh, we will be right back. This episode of the Real Collective podcast is brought to you by Real Collective. Real Collective brings together best-in-class real estate agents and collective experts in the field to deliver the best possible service to our clients. We govern ourselves with honesty, open-mindedness, and compassion. With diverse skill sets, our agents are able to better serve a wide array of clients, including first-time buyers, first-time sellers, transferees, estate sales, investors, and rural, vacation, and luxury products properties. Authenticity and transparency are pillars of our process, which allows us to put our clients at the center of everything we do. Our years of experience and knowledge allow us to deliver prestigious service and optimal results. If you are interested in buying or selling your home, contact us today at realcollective.ca. Welcome back to the Real Collective Podcast, everybody. The RCP. Uh, You know me. It's just me calling it that. It's really just me. Anyway, if you uh, are enjoying yourself, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share on the YouTube. Uh, give us a download on Apple Podcasts and Spotify on there. You can subscribe to the channel and all those fun things, too. Um, getting into the second half now, we're going to be talking about uh, the typical people at the open house. So if you're somebody who's looking to buy a home, we've covered that in the first half. Second half is maybe you are somebody who is, let's say a nosy neighbor. Uh, sometimes it's just a nosy neighbor, but sometimes nosy neighbor is somebody who's just trying to get a feel for what their house might sell for as well in the market. And it also helps to, as somebody who's going to sell to compare it to something else in person. So you get those kind of people that kind of come through and like, Oh, well, you know, I'm thinking about selling. And a lot of times it's not for another year, but it's, if they're going to an open house, you're thinking about doing it. 
So let's get into that. So let's say you've got, uh, you've got somebody who's looking to sell their home and then you walk in and the realtor that's working the open house is also the listing agent. Right. So the representative seller, I, I, and you know what, I wrote these notes and, and we, industry wise, we call these types of people nosy neighbors, but I feel like there's a better way that we can like refer to them as it's like people who live in the area and people who don't live in the area. And I feel like we're talking about, you don't, you, you don't have to call yourself a nosy. I mean, I feel like a lot of people just call themselves nosy neighbors. Anyways, you don't have to call yourself that. You just, Hey, I live close by. I saw there was an open house. I'm interested. There was a house for sale around the corner from my house. I went to go look at it because I was interested. I didn't have any clients who wanted to buy it. So technically I was an nosy neighbor, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what the houses are in my neighborhood because that has an, it has a direct impact on the value of my home. I'm not selling this house for another, you know, 20 plus years, but I still want to see what's going on now. Granted, I'm also a realtor, so it's kind of my job. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, if, if, if you're, if you're walking into a house again, there's, there's typically, uh, two different, uh, not two different types of realtors, but oftentimes you'll find a listing agent is different from someone who's representing a buyer. Uh, sometimes they intersect where, where one agent will work with both buyers and sellers. But a lot of times you'll find some agents that work only with buyers and some agents that work only with sellers. <clears throat> and if you're walking in and it's the neighborhood expert or, you know, someone who seems to have sold a lot of houses in this area and they're representing the seller, there's a good opportunity that you as the, you know, next door neighbor or, you know, one street over or, or own the same model house or whatever, that you're interested to find out more about the market and more about the specifics of that home. So what have they done on the inside of the home? What upgrades, what, you know, how does it look compared to yours? Can you get your house to look like that? And then of course you're, you're going to want to know after the fact, well, what did it sell for? Right. Yeah. I mean, what it's listed for is, is, is one thing, but what it sells for is super important. So, you know, there's, there's an opportunity again for you to interview for an agent in, you know, six months to a year right? Do they know their stuff? How are they marketing the home? How does the house show? You know, is it, uh, you know, is it, is it, are there cookies baking in the oven or whatever, right? Like <laughs> all these, all these realtor tropes, uh, you know, what's their experience like? <laughs> You're just on it. Eh? I never do it. I never do it. It's an open house. I'm trying to sell a home. If you want samples, go to Costco. <laughs> I always want samples which is probably a me thing. And, and then again, it's like, you know, are you a good fit to work together? Will you be like, Hey, do you jive or is this, do they, do they rub you the wrong way? Cause there's a lot of people yeah. that don't necessarily drive well with realtors. Yep. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, there's some people are just very, um, pushy in general, and maybe that doesn't work for you. Uh, you get two people that are both pushy as far as like, let's make this happen. Let's make this happen. Let's make this happen. Then maybe, maybe you are a good fit by that, but you know, it's easy to find somebody that's maybe a little bit overzealous and a little too like gung ho about things uh, in our industry. What crazy. <laughs> I was trying to be uh, subtle about it, but yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of times where they're more concerned. Like they're just like, like the cartoon when the eyes roll back and they see dollar signs in their eyes. <laughs> Yeah. It's a lot of that as opposed to like, how can I genuinely help this person? Right. Let's find out. Yeah. So you do get some of that. Um, but another good thing to ask when you're, 
going to the open house of the realtor who is working for the sellers is how the showing's been. Because mm. yes, there's an open house and you'll be able to tell, you know, how busy it is, obviously. Um, but knowing how many showings are happening is a kind of an indication of one, the type of home, but two, the type of marketing that they're doing for the house as well. Uh, obviously that's not the case hundred percent of the time, but generally speaking, it's a good indicator of what the realtor is doing to get it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Maximum exposure is so important, especially the market, the wind right now we're changing a little bit, you know, things seem to be a little bit in flux and there's interest rate changes, et cetera, et cetera. And we've covered all that stuff in a different video, but all of that plays in to, you need to hire the right realtor whether you're selling or buying, if you're selling to ensure that you're maximizing your exposure. So, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're selling a house and you're going to look at, or thinking about selling your house and you're going to look at open houses, yeah. Understanding what that agent's able to do in terms of uh, marketing and exposure is, is, is super important. I agree with that for sure. Yeah. So getting into the next one, then uh, I feel like we've covered all of that. Uh, if you do want to talk more about that specifically, uh, then just book an appointment with us. The link is below Calendly, uh, sales pitch in the middle. What from a realtor <laughs> who knew? Okay. So the last one, uh, you are, uh, a neighbor or you're looking to sell in the future. I say that because like how many times, I don't know. I feel like I have it almost once per open house where someone actually comes in and says, Oh, I'm just a nosy neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we said nosy neighbor. It's just something that other people will say when they come in. So just to clarify that. So yeah. let's say you are somebody who's content, uh, potentially selling your house and uh, you're going to the open house and the realtor that's working is not the listing agent, but just trying to there to meet new buyer clients. And I mean, really new seller clients too. Yeah. So you get in there and uh, you find that out because you ask the right questions. Um, so let's, let's see what happens there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I think I feel like this might be the least valuable, uh, interaction between, <laughs> between consumer and agent. I think, you know, a lot of the agents who are hosting open houses sort of have a one track mind if they're just going there to potentially meet new buyers and a neighbor says, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this because I'm thinking of what my house might be worth down the road. I worry that there's like, um, like a, like a, like an interrupt or like a, a lost connection or a missed connection there. Cause although, yeah, you say that a lot of agents will do, you know, both, both buying and selling. I feel like there's a lot of agents who are just trying to find buyers. And oftentimes those are the ones who are hosting the open house. Um, and so if you're not buying, I really think there's a, there's that missed opportunity, even though you might really gel with that agent or get along, uh, with them. Um, there's a, there's a potential that the, there's like missed follow-up. I just, I feel like that's the hardest thing, um, in, in that position. But you make a good point. If they're selling their house, they're probably going somewhere else. But I mean, if they're going to Timbuktu, uh, it doesn't really matter. But if, if they're moving, you know, within within the service area of that buyer agent, then it might might make sense. It's just I, I, I feel like it's it, it's the hardest it's the hardest quadrant uh, to really get a solid connection on. But maybe I'm yeah, I can see that. I can see um, 
especially maybe for newer agents that are working the open house who are maybe typically working with buyers. Um, yeah, you just hear, uh, well, they came in cause they're thinking of selling next year. Like, okay. So that's a deal next year, possibly two, because if they're selling, they're going to have to go somewhere. Yeah. And if they're not buying in that area, then you can help refer them to an agent in the area that they are going to. <laughs> so. so just meet people and figure out how you can help them. This is like a message to real estate agents, meet people, figure out how you can help them and then give them all of the help. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. So it's, yeah. especially when word of mouth being so powerful, right? You're like, yeah, we weren't even, you know, we weren't even thinking about it. Um, but he helped us out. He followed up with us for like a year, uh, <laughs> and kept checking in. And then he referred us to our realtor in whatever city and the word of mouth to people from the city that they lived in, like, let's say Ottawa, you don't think that's going to help you anyway. Yeah. I digress. Uh, yes, there's, when you're in that scenario, it can be tough if they do have the one track mind. Uh, and especially if they're not really aware of that, maybe they're just not the best realtor for you. Um, tunnel vision is a weird thing, right? Like you just kind of get settled. Like I got to find a buyer. I got to find a buyer. I got to find a buyer. And then people come in like, Oh, I'm just kind of seeing what it's like compared to my house. That should be your thing right away. I'm like, okay, well, what's your house? Yeah. Yeah. And, is and, it a townhouse? Is it a detached? What is it compared yeah. to this? What is it? And, and, and that's what I think that's what the general public wants from us, right? They want someone who is, is going to be uh, efficient and effective and understand the market so that they can uh, give the proper advice and then help guide them through the whole way. Right. Like that's, that's really, that's really what we want. So I, I think that's, that's the biggest quadrant, uh, with missed opportunity. And when you've got a missed opportunity, then you, it, it's an opportunity, right? Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, I, I would say, um, if you are, uh, going into that space, if you're a neighbor and you're going into an open house to, to check it out, um, then, you know, maybe if you do click with that realtor, maybe take a second and pick up the phone yourself and call. Cause you know, yeah. you, might, you might have found someone who uh, really works well for you there. So you never know. It's a, it's a weird thing. Open houses are back, I guess, is the moral of the story. Um, people are open housing. Um, we're still doing masks, I think just for, for our sake. How did it go? You did, you did your first one in the last two years. How did that go? Uh, it was very slow yeah. to be quite frank, but, um, yeah, I think that was, um, a culmination of a few things. This was a, an open house that I did for another realtor. And, uh, I don't really have a grasp on the level of marketing and everything else that goes into that property. So yeah, it was okay. Nothing to write home about, but, um, that's okay. And all of these scenarios that we talked about today are, are factoring in that the, you as the consumer or possible client do not have representation while walking in the door. Right. So we should clarify that too. Obviously if you have a realtor and you walk in and you're like, Oh, we're thinking about buying. Okay. The re like they should ask, Oh, well, who's your realtor? Who's helping you out? Oh, it's so-and-so great. Well, put their number down, put their name down and then just put your name down and uh, I'll follow up with them. So I don't have to bother you. Yeah. Uh, and then same thing on the selling side. Like if you're like, Oh, we're selling our home. Uh, we're working with so-and-so great. Okay. Yeah. Come in, take a look around. Yeah. 
that's pretty much it. It's a, the, the, the house is open. It's a, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Um, cool. I think that pretty much covers what we wanted to touch on today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Easy. I think that's a good spot. I think that's uh, that's a good little roundup. Uh, I think there's some good little nuggets in there. Uh, if you want to talk to us more about it again, the Calendly links are below book a time in there for Sean or I, uh, again, you can find us on Spotify and Apple podcasts. So you can subscribe to those channels and, and again, like subscribe and share us on the YouTube. I've got marbles in my mouth and like the biggest brain blockage for words today. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, like, subscribe, and share on the YouTube and Spotify. Um, thank you for listening to The Real Collective Podcast, uh, wherever you happen to be. We really appreciate it. I'm Brennan McKeegan. This is Sean Tassé. Until next time, keep it real. Collective. Collective.